Yesterday uh, was a bit of a nightmare for people that use the Don Valley Parkway at night because the Don Valley Parkway flooded again. It's reopened. It reopened about 6.30 this morning um, after the flooding caused closures on Monday night. And I wanted to talk to someone from the city about this, and they decided probably be a good idea to talk to somebody from the Toronto and Region Conservation Authority. So my, uh, it's my pleasure to have Samir Dalla, Associate Director of Engineering Services at the Toronto and Region Conservation Authority, on the line. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So, you know, the we, we know that the DVP was built on a floodplain years and years and years ago when Toronto was developing. They had said that, you know, they would not allow any housing or, you know, um, any businesses in that valley because it was a floodplain. But they decided to put um, one of the highways there. And we really do need a north-south artery. So it makes a lot of sense because it was available. But what exactly happened? Like, why did the DVP flood yesterday? Well, as you just said, the DVP was built right next to the Don River, which is very close proximity to the river. The lowest point on the DVP is only about two meters from in, in, in height and vertical from the river. So when the river rises, uh, the DVP floods. And I understand that you do have some flood management plans in, uh, that are in place for the south DVP. What are those? Yeah, well, we have a, a number of flood management plans and mitigation strategies in effect. Uh, the Toronto and Region Conservation Authorities, one of our mandates is to operate a flood forecasting and warning system. And uh, that system, through that system, we have gauges, we have flood duty officers on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, monitoring weather conditions. So we're able to track how snow melts, how rain falls, how it enters into the rivers and streams from our watersheds, and how quickly the rivers rise. So we could alert officials at municipalities like the City of Toronto, as we did last night, of pending flood conditions. So, for example, last night we issued a flood outreach and then a flood uh, warning message. We contacted city officials and they were able to get out there and close uh, the DVP ahead of uh, the flood to keep the public safe. How high did the water go yesterday? Uh, it went about uh, a foot above the, the Don Valley Parkway. Right, so that could be pl- problematic if you're driving and then, you know, you hit a low spot, you're in big trouble. Now, was this caused by uh, ice jamming it at the mouth of the DVP? Yeah, well, there's a number of factors here uh, that all sort of worked together to create the perfect storm, I guess. Um, one was, again, the warm temperatures and all the snow we had in our watersheds. So we had over 25 centimeters of snow that actually melted very quickly all together and rushed into the Don, Don River. And then because of the cold temperatures, we do have ice in the lower sections. So if you're familiar with the Don River, it goes down and there's a 90-degree bend at the Keating Channel. That area was iced up. So when you have these temperature swings, Uh, The ice breaks up and forms what we call ice jamming or almost like a dam. Uh, That does cause significant issues. So, you know, the the high flows from the snow melt compounded with the ice jamming uh, caused the flooding situation that we saw last night. Is there no equipment to actually, you know, I mean, maybe it sounds naive. I'm not well versed in the area of ice jamming, but no equipment that could be taken up the Don Valley and when you come to a jam, break it apart? Well, that's a good question. Um, actually, there is equipment. Now, typically, I mean, ice jamming is not only does not only occur at the Lower Don area. It actually has been happening throughout our watershed, and we're working with our municipal officials. Typically, uh, ice jams form very quickly. So if you get rid of one jam, a next jam would form because of all the ice that's uh, upstream of that jam. So 
Typically, you wouldn't break it up because you could potentially cause flooding downstream mm. below the ice jam. But in the case for the lower Don area, actually, at the Keating Channel is really attached to Lake Ontario. So there is a place for the water to go safely. So Toronto Port Authority, my understanding is they've been out there and they're actually uh, um, removing some of that ice jamming in the Keating Channel. So it has to be a coordinated effort. Absolutely. And we're really at the mercy of Mother Nature in this situation. We are. I mean, unfortunately, the Don Valley Parkway is in, in a floodplain in a low-lying area. Any, uh, I mean, I, I know that, uh, I wonder, because I know you don't have all the solutions. You're the conservation authority. But um, when we talk about, people have talked about changing the grade of the Don Valley Parkway so that it's raised up. But in that situation, how devastating could that be for the ecosystems around it? Is that one of the problems? Well, if you were to undertake such a complex and substantial project, I mean, there there would be years of planning and environmental assessment work that would have to go that would look at environmental impacts, impacts to the public in terms of how long it would take to construct and and uh, disrupt traffic flow, uh, impacts to the water. So th- there's a lot of study that would have to happen in order to look at a solution such as that. So as it stands right now, we're kind of still at the, the mercy of Mother Nature, and we're going to have to realize that with climate change, there are going to be some days where we're going to have to you know, pick a new route to get home because we just won't be able to use that DVP. Yeah, at, the, at this time, that's where we're at with, these situa- um, with the situation. I mean, we, we are leveraging state-of-the-art technology. As I said, we have real-time gauges that alert our flood duty officers who are on call 24-7 of rising levels. Um, the City of Toronto has actually at some locations uh, installed barriers that could uh, slowly close down the road. Mm-hmm. So we're leveraging all this great new great technology to hopefully uh, allow us to better prepare and protect the public from flooding. I really appreciate your time today, Samir. Thank you. Thanks for being here.